Hey guys, this is Robert from Limitless Broadcasting. And Sammy. I was getting to you. (laughs) But we wanted to tell you some exciting news. We are going to be at the Indiana Comic Con, March 22nd through the 24th. That's going to be at the Indianapolis or... Indiana Convention Center. In Indianapolis, let's say that. (laughs) So if you were going to the convention, please come over to the Limitless Broadcasting booth Mm -hmm. and say hello. Yeah, I believe it was booth 1710. 1710. Yes, so it's a huge convention. Yeah. One of the... Probably the biggest one I think we've been to. Yeah, this is going to be like Megacon. Yeah, unfortunately, I will not be there in person. Robbie will be there, but he's going to have some uh, fun friends with him. Yes. Including, I believe, from Pixie Dust Twins, Ashley. First con for her. And so if you're there, ask us about Rant Radio, because you can win $1,000 from Limitless Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very excited about that. And who doesn't love a good rant? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we will, or I guess I should say, Robbie, we'll see you soon at the Indiana Comic Convention. And what days are you going to be there one more time? Uh, we're going to be there the 22nd through the 24th of March. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you guys there soon. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational show. Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast featuring Dan. Hello. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Don't forget to go check out all of our social medias, Instagram, YouTube, <laughs> Facebook, TikTok for even more Pixie Dust fun. Mm-hmm. And also make sure you check out Limitless Broadcasting as well. Yes. I love how every time we say featuring Dan, it just cracks us up. We've been doing know, this right? it doesn't help episode. Damn. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> no laughing at you. Because you always do something weird. I mean, what was that? <laughs> like, come on. I don't know. Now. Whatever comes to my mind in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. It's That's fine. why. What else are we so, gonna do? Hello. Like Hello. We gotta Hello. keep it interesting. You do, because we're a fun Disney podcast. Yeah, yeah it's fun to mix it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta have fun with life. <laughs> we mm-hmm. do. Um, okay, so we are in the midst of Star Wars. We are in the last week of April, which is crazy to think that it's the end of April already. Mm-hmm. Um, but that means I'm closer to coming to Florida. Yay. Yes. I'm so excited. Um, but anyways, uh, so last week we talked about the dreaded, dreaded holiday special. So we're going to start to pick ourselves up out of the um, explosive canyon that we made for mm-hmm. ourselves last Picked week. Tough despair. And we are really going to is. talk about... 
Ewoks. Yes. I don't know if you know this, but there are actually three different Ewok projects that happened in the 80s. I only knew of the TV show, cartoon TV show. I did not know about the movies until they put them on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today we are doing overviews of the Ewok Adventures, Cavern of Courage from 84, also the Battle of Endor from 85, um, or Battle for Endor. And then the Ewoks cartoon that was 85, and I think 86 is when the cartoon was, because there's only two seasons. Gotcha. So I have watched all three of these, and I've watched every episode of the Ewoks. Have you, what did you guys watch, just so the audience knows? If any. <laughs> uh, Battle for Endor, that's what I watched. Okay. Sammy, did you watch anything? Same. I watched okay. the Battle for Endor. I was like, I had intentions for the cartoon, and then I looked like too many episodes, and I didn't feel like doing it, so I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, there's no way I can get through all this. Tonight. I was like, it's a lot. I'm just going to skip it. <laughs> yeah. Dan, did you ever watch any of the cartoon when you were younger? Because there was like a I VHS of like three episodes from the Ewoks that was out for a sure. while. No, I don't think I was even aware of the cartoon. Okay. Did. Like the only thing I knew literally was just this one movie. I assumed there were more, but I never saw them. Gotcha. So I knew about the cartoon when I was a kid because we had a VHS of three episodes, but I thought it was just like a special movie and there was nothing else to it. So when the cartoon again came out on Disney Plus and I'm like, wait a second, there's a whole series? I was so excited and I watched it like right then and there. Like I started Mm -hmm. binging it Um, because I love the Ewoks. They're they're one of my favorites. I know people Mm -hmm. think that they're just, they're dumb and shouldn't be in return, but Mm -hmm. I think they're adorable and they were perfect for kids. They are. Um, so we're we're gonna go through them kind of in order, uh, caravan battle, and then and then the show. I have some trivia for each of them just to give you an idea of them and a summary, uh, and then at the end we'll uh, talk about our thoughts of okay. what we have watched um, or what we hear. Um, so caravan of courage, uh, Wicket the Ewok and his friends agree to help two shipwrecked human children, Mace and Sindel, on a quest to find their parents. Uh, So this film takes place between The Empire Strikes Back and The Return of the Jedi, and uh, that causes some controversy because in both films, uh, Sindel is teaching Wicked to speak English, so if this film actually took place before Return of the Jedi, then Wicked should have been able to speak to Princess Leia in English after Mm. the speeder bike chase. Mm. So there is some continuity issues. Yeah. Continuity issues in Star Wars? Oh, really? No. Really? <laughs> never heard of that happening, ever. Oh, man. No. But, no, never. But um, especially in the novels. Dear Lord, there's yeah. so many issues in the novels. The old legend novels. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's like the big thing. Like if someone watches this movie and you hear that and you're like, wait a second, that doesn't track. I mean, he could potentially have regressed because he really didn't learn. Like he did more of like repeating to her. So mm-hmm. he could have just regressed the speaking part and kind of understood Leia. That's possible. Yeah. But uh, who mm-hmm. knows? Um, this first movie was actually finished in nine weeks. So it's like two, little over two months. Uh, they did six weeks of shooting, one week of reshoots, and two weeks of dubbing. And then it was mm-hmm. done and ready to Not go. Bad. Yep. Seems about right for a movie like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was doing the trivia, when this one I'm about to tell you, it made so much sense because I was watching this movie and I'm like, this looks like and sounds like somebody. Um, Eric Walker, who was chosen mm-hmm. to play Mace, uh, because and they were they chose him because of his resemblance to Mark Hamill, mm. 
Walker was often mistaken for Hamill on set. He is wearing something that Hamill wears in um Bad or in Empire Strikes Back. Uh, and Walker didn't know that he was auditioning for a Star Wars spinoff movie. He was just told he was auditioning for a hour long school after school special. Hmm. It's longer than an hour, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I remember starting to watch this movie and I'm listening to him and I'm like, this sounds like whiny Luke from the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> And you do if you watch it, like if you guys ever uh-huh. decide to watch Caravan, yeah. he 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 resembles and he sounds like not voice sounds, but just how he he talks. Mm-hmm. It it sounds like Luke Skywalker. I'm like, mm-hmm. what is what is okay, right? Got it. Um, and then this was a weird one. I need to rewatch the movie. I actually enjoyed it. Um, I need to rewatch the movie to see this part. But on one of the paintings in the show, actually includes. Um, Winnie the Pooh sitting in a tree of like one of the Endor paintings and Winnie the Pooh is sitting in mm-hmm. one of the trees. Nice. So I need to go back and find I that. saw you mention something about Winnie the Pooh. I didn't see what the notes actually were. But... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. There. So that's a little info on Caravan of Courage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do end up finding their parents at the end, just so you guys course, know. Yeah. They find them. I was on the edge of my seat, so I'm glad you cleared that up. Yes, I know. I oh my gosh, you just have to know. I know, I know because I just fast forwarded to the end just to see what happened. There you go. So I watched like the last 10 minutes. <laughs> or if yeah, you watch yeah. Battle of Endor, you know that they found the parents. Well, also I know that because I watched <laughs> it. But before I started Battle of Endor, I, I was like, well, let me at least understand what happens in this movie. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so the Marauder, so Battle for Endor, uh, Marauders raid the Ewok village and steal a power supply they believe to be magical. Mm-hmm. Um, Wicket helps Sindel escape the evil witch, uh, Char, Char, Charles, I don't know. They never really said her name in the movie. And they befriend a hermit who may help them save the village. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, the this made me so sad. I'm like, okay, I just watched Caravan of Courage. They finally get back together. The beginning of this movie is about they're about to leave. And what do they do? They kill off mom, dad, and Mace, who Mace was the main character in the last movie, mm-hmm. in the first 30 seconds of the movie. And they leave a five-year-old, a yeah. five-year-old with a with an Ewok. That makes a lot more sense, honestly. I, I didn't put two and two together that the family was like part of the first one yeah and now mm-hmm. i understand i'm like okay now i understand that yeah so caravan their her parent their parents got um captured by this evil giant gormal thing mm-hmm. and they are going on a journey to save them it almost mm-hmm. reminded me of lord of the rings sort of deal like they were right. going on they got all the people and all the mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. um and they save them and they're back at the village and they're fixing their their ship and it pretty much battle for endor pretty much starts probably a week or like a couple days after the end of caravan of courage and they're about to leave and they all get killed except for sindel gotcha (laughs) okay yep wow yep so the hermit is played by Wilford Brimley. His Wilford name Brimley. in the show is uh, Noah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently he did not get along with directors Jim and Ken Wheat. So in in his scenes, they were directed by production designer Joe Johnston. Ah, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. 
Um, and according to an interview with uh, Warwick Davis, a second sequel known only by the working title Ewoks 3 was in the planning stages not too long after Ewoks, the band Battle for Endor. Uh, but the film, however, of course, never got made. There was supposed to be a third. I don't know what it would have been about, but there was supposed to be a third. Um, especially since, like, they left yeah. at the end of battle. Like, they actually get into a ship and leave. Mm-hmm. Which makes me so sad. I feel like she should have just, you know, stayed with the Ewoks and they yeah. could have raised her. It would have been fine. Um, let's see here. Uh the Charel person is actually a night sister. So I don't know if you guys remember. Ooh. Well, Dan will. Okay. But Sammy, do you remember what yep. a night sister is? Okay. Yep. Um, so the night sisters, if you do not know and you're listening, are a sect of Sith Sith witches from this mysterious planet. Darth uh, Dathomir mm-hmm. that were sensitive to the dark side of the force. They had dealings with Count Dooku and appeared mm-hmm. in the third season of Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So she very is, very cool characters actually. So mm-hmm. technically, she I is like the them. first night sister to ever appear in Star Wars. Oh, nice. Yeah. That would make sense. If that actually makes it, me like this a lot more now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And actually, after I read that, I'm like, oh yeah, her whole outfit, everything just makes sense now. Yeah, it collides mm-hmm. perfectly. It, it does. Um, the character of Noah actually foreshadows a science fiction film that would be written by screenwriters Ken and Jim Weed about a man stranded on a desert planet where he is shipwrecked, and that film became 2000's Pitch Black. Okay. Which was Vin Diesel's movie, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And then again, I don't know why I put this on here again. It, it took place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Right. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I did it twice. So the main people for both the movies, the director, uh, it said the director was John Cordy for both of them, but also, or did I not put, I don't think I put the Ewoks ones. I'm having conflicting information. I just realized that I didn't put the wheats on here. Mm -hmm. So John Cordy directed the first one, Jim and Jim and, um, what I say, Ken, we directed mm-hmm. the second. Mm-hmm. Um, George Lucas and Bob Carreru were writers on both of the movies. Um, and then the stars in the first movie, Eric Walker was Mace, Warwick Davis is Wicket, and Aubrey Miller is Sindel. Sindel. Uh, and then in the second movie, they added Wilford Brimley as Noah. Mm-hmm. Eric was in there just for like 30 seconds. Um, and then Warwick, Aubrey, and Wilford. Now, fun someone put up some Ewok language for us. Hmm. I saw you posted that. Cool. It was in one of the IMBDs. Uh, so the Ewok language was based on Tibetan. I think we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ewok words heard in this adventure translate into in- English as the follows. So um, yeehaw was goodbye. Yub dub, which we hear a lot. Yub dub, nib dub, yub dub, yub dub, hooray. Mm-hmm. Hooray. So when you're watching Empire Strike or not Empire Strikes Back, um, Return of the Jed- Jedi, when you hear Yubdum, because they say it mm-hmm. a lot, right. uh, it's hooray. Um, Achi is all right. Uh, Gunda is good or yummy. Mm-hmm. Beach is dang. <laughs> uh, Lurdor, Lurdor, I don't remember that one. Lurdu, I've never heard that one in there, but loser. Um, Tayati is come. Kush, who or what? Uh, Roda is eat, Shock is yes, Jeeks is that, and Den is no. The ones I knew that I remember hearing is like the first four. I don't remember the rest of them. And Feech. I remember Feech. Mm. Mm. I don't know why I listen to their language, but I do. I remember Roda. Roda. Oh, yeah. Jedi. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so that is the movies. And then um, in 85, they decided to do a cartoon series for kids, which is so adorable. But what I hate about it is there's two seasons. The first season is beautifully animated and I love the style. And then you go to the second season, it's like they dim the colors, they dim everything. And it's a totally different artist. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, I hate that. Ugh. I hated it. I absolutely hated it. They changed the color of the Ewoks, everything. It was mm-hmm. horrible. Stories are still cute, but the animation, in my opinion, stupid. Um, So the Ewok summary for the TV show, a standalone collection of stories. Uh, Star Wars Ewoks focuses on the furballs from Return of the Jedi and their many misadventures into the unknown, the magical and downright absurd. So is the life of an Ewok. And these are supposed to be taking place um, after Return of the Jedi. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, the surname of Wicket in the show is Wicket W. Warwick, which is presumably a reference to Warwick Davis, who played, mm-hmm. of course, mm-hmm. the character. Um, and it was estimated that each hour-long pair of, I know we're talking about the droids TV show next week, but the droids and the Ewok episodes cost between five hundred to 600000 to produce each episode. Wow. Uh, and this made them one of the most expensive animated series in the 1980s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh oh wait, I'm sorry. The series takes place before the original Star Wars trilogy. My bad. Um I I got that mixed up. So mm. this actually takes place before all the other stuff's okay. happening. So yeah, that was a very, very, very quick overview of the three mm-hmm. movies and the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um so Sammy, what what are your thoughts? What what did you like, dislike, what you thought was weird? Give give mm-hmm. me Give me your things. I don't have a lot, but that's okay. I did try and watch the Caravan of Courage. Maybe it was because of Mace. I don't know because you know I'm not big on whiny Luke. But yes, I know. I just I I tried and I was like no. So I just fast forwarded, like I said, the last ten minutes to at least see what happened, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then I was like, all right, I got it. The Ewoks are fine when the Ewoks are on the screen. They're very cute, adorable. I have no problem with it. It was honestly just the rest of it. I was just like, mm, no skip so then i was like but let me let me be nice and try the next one and see battle vendor and it was better mm-hmm. i think it, it was, was much more tolerable again i don't know if what the main difference was whether it was because they narrowed down the characters i have no idea but i definitely can feel the vibe of this is for children because mm-hmm. it was a little hard for me to stay super engaged so i had it on and i was doing other things but you don't really need to like watch it watch it to know what's happening yeah but it's very cute and i could see letting kids watch it and them being enthralled in it especially with like you said the five-year-old little girl interacting with the ewoks and they're so cute and fluffy Mm -hmm. and they do silly things and yeah so Mm -hmm. i could see if i was that age demographic i think i would have enjoyed watching it Mm because it's fun yeah okay but one thing that bothered me was i don't know what his name was but the little white muppet monkey thing the rat thing yeah uh t the rat yeah like what's his name i'll look it up okay and this is this is just how it goes sometimes with some of these creatures that they create he looked friendly but he also looked like he would give me nightmares and that's the star wars creature feature summed up and yeah like and him in particular i don't know what because we've seen very like a lot of creatures over the years but him 
for some reason, he really bothered me. Some of those they have a way of looking. Yeah, it's a weird combination of cute and terrifying. Yes, I was just like, I kept staring at him and I'm like, like, I get it. You look friendly. Like, you are not trying to do something evil. But you also (laughs) make me run run away from you because you're like going to give me a nightmare tonight. Just looking at your weird face. Teak. What's his name? That's the 80s for you. Teak. Teak. Okay. Teak. I, I cannot remember. I was just like the white Muppet. I don't know what his name is, but right. you'll know what I'm talking about when I bring him up. But I mean, he was a good guy. So I was glad he didn't change because that would have really bothered me since his face was already freaking me out so much. Just, I thought he was adorable. He's kind of like a rat though. Like Dan said, I was like, yeah. he's like a monkey, but not, but yeah, rat was like another good description yeah. with the, the teeth. And it's I a weird combination of a bunch of little rodents. Yes. Things. Yes, I, I, it's nice that you think he's cute. I just, I, I was not into the, into the look. Well, so, the, I mean, the creatures, the creatures from the Muppet, like the Muppet creatures, they're not always going to look absolutely adorable. They're no, and I be, accept that. I mean, think about Labyrinth, think about just even Muppets just not, in general. Like, that's what it, I'm saying. None of them bothered me like he did. I don't know what it is about oh, his face. I don't, I don't know. But he just, mm-mm, no. He did not bother me. That's um, good. I'm glad he didn't. <laughs> I feel like there's a version of him in um, the TV show. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember. I can't remember if his name is Teak or if it's a different, like, name, mm-hmm. character, person. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's adorable in the TV show. So that, mm-hmm. the cartoons, so that might be why I was okay with him in this show. Okay. Yeah. Like, like the cartoon yeah. version. Mm-hmm. Um. So who knows? Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, I mean, this movie, it's predictable. I mean, like, you know, when they first meet Noah, you know, he's going to let them back in to stay with them. He's not going to leave them out. And, you know, he's going to like, his heart's going to warm up to them. And, but it was still very cute. Mm -hmm. I, I think my other problem with these movies though, is I just can't really get behind just watching a movie or a show where it's just like kid actors. Cause I'm just like, I just, it's not their fault. She's she's five, right? Like she's yeah. she's gonna deliver the lines and the looks the way she's gonna do it. But it just is one of those things where I'm like, it's cringy. And if I was your age, it would not bother me. But mm-hmm. as an adult, I'm just like, oh god, she's and adorable too. She oh is very goodness. cute. It's just the line deliveries and stuff. Well, I just yeah, was like, oh. there's there's she's definitely. Five. exactly that's i'm like it's not her fault she's five i mean it is what it is but as an adult i'm like this is why i don't watch things with just child actors on it there's definitely yeah there's definitely an art form to getting child actors to actually interact in a way that's entertaining for everybody and if you don't Mm -hmm. do it right you're gonna be like okay it's just for kids yes and that's how i feel about Mm -hmm. these movies Mm -hmm. exactly makes sense yeah um yeah yeah it's cute no, that's yeah, it. It, 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 is what it is. Yeah. yeah, that's that's really about pretty much what you can say about it. Like it's mm-hmm. it's fine. It's cute for kids to, of of that era of that age during that time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was well done. Dan, what about you? I did kind of live tweet it again. So if you're <laughs> similar to the uh, uh-huh. Star Wars thing, I'll give my thoughts on it first. My thoughts are pretty much similar as yours. Um, like mm-hmm. I said, I, I saw it as a kid. And I remember genuinely enjoying it. Like, not mm-hmm. it wasn't anything mind blowing, but it was like, okay, this is cute. It's entertaining. It's whatever. Um, so that's kind of why I chose this one over the Caravan of Courage. And then watching it about five, 10 minutes, and I'm like, this is 
boring. Yeah. So I was like, I remember this as a kid because I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, the cinematography was actually very surprisingly good, and it definitely mm-hmm. had a sort of immersive, sort of fable kind of feel to it, which I yeah. didn't. You know, that's kind of what kept me engaged somewhat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's Shot like you can say what well. you want about like Lou. You know, the Lucas film, even the Lucas didn't. I guess he. I think he was one of the writers, but like mm-hmm. he, he, was. he wasn't. Yeah. So you can say what you want about his level of cheese, but he really knows how to make gorgeous pictures regardless mm-hmm. of genre. Thank you. And that's that. always going to be his, you know, that whole world's uh, biggest strength. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, but I mean, as a whole, like it was in a lot of ways, like I was, I kept forgetting that it was part of the Star Wars universe. Like I have, I kept, like every time like a piece of technology or a laser would show up, I'm like, oh yeah, there's advanced technology in these universes because like 90% of this film feels like a fable like if yeah. i'm getting more like a lord of the rings like legend of mm-hmm. zelda vibes it just happens mm-hmm. to have some star wars stuff in it yeah mm-hmm. so yeah it is it's it's fine it's yeah. fine it's cute yeah so, well those, those, i mean yeah. we're on endor they haven't yeah. they haven't technically taken over the planet yet mm-hmm. for for return of um the jedi and they're they're not as civilized as some of the other True. places. Yeah. Like they think a the the marauders think the the core power for a starship is mm-hmm. magic because right. mm-hmm. they have a night sister on the planet who is magic. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's so weird seeing that in Star Wars. Like I'm so used to like the opposite. You know, like mm-hmm. oh technology shows up that's just normal. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The few times I used a gun. Oh, sorry. Um, was interesting because it felt like they had to like charge it before it shot. But mm-hmm. like, if you watch the first two Star Wars movies, that's not how they work. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do you have there? Mm-hmm. It's battery operated. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Self charging. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed all three uh, things mostly mm-hmm. because I feel like I can go back into my childhood and be a kid when I'm watching them. I don't know I if it's, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a good thing, but um, I enjoy I kid me. movies. They're fun to me. Um, so, and in the fact that it's Ewoks, uh, I love the Ewoks I have since I watched Return of the Jedi as a kid. So I think it just speaks to to that part of my, my love of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, Caravan of Courage was probably my least favorite out of the three. Um, I feel like they again made Mace a little too like Luke in the sense of whiny, wanting to prove himself, like all these, all these different things that I just wanted to smack him. Um, and I did love Sindel. I thought she was adorable. I thought she was perfect for um, that role of the little the little girl, especially when she interacts with Noah later and her relationship. And friendship with Wicked is just absolutely cute to me. It is. Like, mm-hmm. they're the best Precious. of friends. It's like, I think I saw myself. I'm like, I want to be the five-year-old girl who's with the with the Ewoks. Like, I think I saw myself as wanting to be her. Mm-hmm. I could, I could um, see you doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the cartoon. So the movies are, like, you guys have seen the movie side. So the movies, to me, are not as good as the cartoon. So I watch the cartoon and I love it because you are only watching the Ewoks and there are, you see their world, you get to know 
more characters of the Ewoks, like, because in Caravan and and Battle and then even Return of the Jedi, you really only know Wicket. Wicket is really the only Mm -hmm. Ewok that you get to know. And in the cartoon, they actually name all of these Ewoks. So we see them in the, the real life action version, but in the cartoon, they take them, make them cartoonish and they give them a personality. They give them a name. Um, and, and all the things uh like the wood the um the ranger the forest person that they add to the group and caravan you guys weren't there for that never mind no definitely skip that moment sorry he died well he dies at the end and gives the axe to mace um they like have him in the cartoon and i remember seeing him in caravan i'm like <laughs> i like what's happening uh because i love him in the cartoon he's he's a great character uh so I don't know. There's just, there's something innocent about the cartoon that if I had kids, I would want them to watch that cartoon mm-hmm. as part of their Star Wars education. Um, I don't know if I, I don't think they need to watch, they would need to watch Caravan or Battle. Um, but but the cartoon has, I don't know, this innocence that I think sometimes we need for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's something, one of those things that when it's done right, it can be you're right it can be kind of essential to star wars Mm -hmm. there is a there is a a sense of wonder Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, you know if you go too far into it it gets a little over the top and cheesy like certain other star wars content but if you do it in just the right way like you're describing i think that's uh that's good it's a good thing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Uh, and i remember so i remember getting I don't know who, I think my mom found, my mom and dad found it and like made it a gift for my brother, which was an Ewok, an Ewok VHS. And it had three, technically had three episodes of Ewoks. But as a kid, I thought they were three separate movies, like short movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a, there's a villain on that, on that um, VHS. She's like this old, crepit, um other creature which mm-hmm. creature and she scared the bejesus out of me when i was a kid like, oh, no. when i was no. a kid right so when and just how they did the scene in the animation of her her whole thing mm-hmm. is like oh it's like maleficent mm-hmm. it was maleficent scary for me mm-hmm. um so when i watched it again as an adult and it came up i just remember having this moment of like oh gosh <laughs> like a reverse or a um flashback of trauma mm-hmm. for that because it is still in my mind, it's still scary. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if I watched it as an adult, it probably wouldn't have been. But my my child brain's like, oh, you remember that? You remember having nightmares about her? Yep, there she is. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Because I think I used to watch that Ewok movie on a loop when we first got it. I would just mm-hmm. watch it rewind, wait for the 20 minutes of it rewinding, watch it again, <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes yeah. Oh, VHSs. Yeah. I do not miss those. I really <sighs> do not. No, mm. they're a relic of ancient history. They are now. Yeah. You ever like Google something or like Google something, like look at something up on YouTube and then you see like somebody holding a camera up to like an old TV that's playing a VHS. Mm-hmm. It's so weird to watch. Like, how did we deal with that quality? It's so awkward. It is. I, did well, that I still Princess have a VHS Bride player. So weird. Do you? I do. I still have a wow. VHS player that works. And wow. I still have some, I still have all my Disney VHSs. Mm-hmm. I, those are the ones I did not get rid of. Wow. I also there will and there's a couple other VHSs I haven't gotten rid of because I haven't gotten the DVDs for them because mm-hmm. I just am lazy and haven't done it. Um, except except Night's Tale, I finally got Night's Tale on a DVD. Mm. Um, but 
yeah, I still have them. And I, I've gotten, I got it out when I was in Nebraska because during mm-hmm. COVID, cause I was bored. Right. Was something I wanted to watch. Um, and I was like, watch, it wasn't, of course I opened it up and it was not rewound. I had to rewind it. I'm like, you were not um, kind to yourself. Like, no, you not, no. Well, do you remember like going to like Sammy going to Kang K and getting a video yeah. and you take it home and you open it up and they didn't rewind it? Mm-hmm. So like, rude. I have to wait 20 minutes for the stupid thing to rewind. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Resting on my night. I know. Do you know Kang K is still there, but they are now like a thrift store? I looked it up the other day. We were talking <laughs> about it and I was just like, is this still a video thing? What do they do? I think they still yeah, have video rentals if have you some. want to do it, but it, yeah. it's mostly a thrift store now. Yeah, gone like Blockbuster. Yep. Yeah. Is the last bless- Blockbuster still in Oregon or Washington or something, or did they finally close it? I don't know. I know. I'm not That's sure if idea. it's still open or not. I know it was open still for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if anything's know, happened to it since look. COVID. Still open. As of December of 2022, the last Blockbuster is one of three remaining video rental stores that are operational throughout North America. Okay. Its only competitor being Canada's Jumbo Video. The location has been a popular... The location has become a popular tourist destination since becoming the last Blockbuster. Of course it has. It's not even like a store anymore. It's a relic of a museum now. Jeez. Hmm. You know our '90s gear is in like museums now. Oh yeah. Yes. yes. Did you? I, I saw. I literally saw like a meme this morning that had the old Apple computer. Yep. And it said, "This is in a museum somewhere. This is on yeah. display in a museum somewhere." That came yeah. out in what late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, like Pogs. Let's hear Pogs, yo-yos, uh, fanny packs. Um, <laughs> Pretty much our whole '90s childhood is at a mu- is at a museum. We yeah. sell fanny packs still. What the heck? Why is that? Why is that a thing? I saw a guy doing a yo-yo. Like it's a kid younger than yeah, me. they're back. Yo-yoing. Well, yeah, because the '90s are coming back. Yeah, the True. '90s like, and early 90s, 2000s. Mm-hmm. What was it? The '90s in the mm-hmm. '90s, the '70s were coming. No, was it 2000s? In the '90s, yeah, the in the no, you're right. In the early 90s, 2000s, the '70s, '70s, back. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they brought back bell bottoms and like halter yep. tops, and yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. And now we're in the the '20s, which is so oh, weird to God. say. We're in the yeah. '20s. We're we in the just, '20s, yeah. and the '90s are coming back. It's like wait a second, what's that? I just want to know why we skipped over the '80s so quickly. Bring the like, I'm hanging on to the '80s throwback for a little while. That's I can hang weird. with that. Synth why, wave, did, why did they skip you know? it? They didn't really skip they... it. It was just here for a little while, it, mostly because of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Like that brought yeah. back didn't a lot last of long nostalgia. Though. It really didn't, mm-hmm. though. Like, why are no. we already moving to the 90s? I don't want to move to the 90s. Oh, I didn't it, enjoy the 90s when I was in it. We've been in the 90s for at least a year. Mm. Crop tops and mom jeans. Oh, yeah, the mom they jeans. have l- the, the, so I, my girls in my small group talk about like the high-waisted mom jeans. And I'm like, you realize that that was like the most unpopular thing to wear in the nineties. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Like you got made fun of for mm-hmm. wearing mm-hmm. the high-waisted mom jeans. They're like, yeah, but it does this. And this. I'm like, no, it doesn't matter. Like, it's not cool. No. <sighs> now they're making fun of us for our skinny jeans. And I don't care. I'm going like, to wear those till I die. To- 
Well, well I, I made fun of skinny hating. jeans when skinny jeans were a thing, so that's fair. I, I hated skinny jeans. I did too. Like, if you look at my whole college career, I never wore a pair of skinny jeans. No, I was the I same way. I wore like bootleg or my flares or yep. whatever I had. Yep. And I hate and I remember well, the first time I wore skinny <laughs> jeans and my clothes, my my jeans did not get wet at the bottom when I, I was know, walking that's around. How I was. And I'm like, this is fantastic. This Mind is you, so great. Yeah. My legs aren't all wet. <laughs> Florida, it would rain so much. And yeah. I'd come to the cafe and like half my jean all the way up to my knee was wet. That was how it was. Yes. Oh, I hated those days. And now they want us to go back to it. I'm like, no. I'm not doing no, it. No, I refuse. I I'm refuse not doing it. I'm not having the wet it. legs again. No. Hey, look, man. Gen Z, Gen Alpha, y'all can do whatever you want. I'm good where I'm at. I'm just going to keep wearing what I like. Mm-hmm. Yep, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like they tried to cancel the side part. I'm like, I'm sorry. What? Why? What is so wrong with the side part? I don't what is, know. Part? Oh, you, you mean like, like parting, like parting your hair? Yeah. You're supposed to do it right down the middle. Okay. Ew. I... Doesn't look good on me. Mm. <laughs> I like is that for part. everyone or just. Oh, yeah. Like, like apparently we're yeah, all supposed cool. to have a middle part. Like side mm-hmm. parts are not cool anymore. They're not. If okay. you're a side part, they know you're a millennial. Yeah, I, I am. Hello. Born I mean, there. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I was born in 88. <sighs> Deal with it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Oh, goodness. Yeah. It just, it's crazy. Like, uh, they don't know. know what's, they, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> the funny thing is, I feel like we're starting to sound like the generations before us. See, every time I do that, I stop yes. myself because like, the, I could go on a rant about this, but it's, it, it would kind of kill the vibe. But basically, I'm just going to say like, I try not to repeat that pattern. Mm-hmm. Because I hated mm-hmm. feeling that way. Like the older generation, older generations that I looked up to saying we were like, oh, we were stupid and uh, ignorant and naive and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm 22 years old. I don't know anything about the world. And you're dumping on me. What the heck, dude? Mm-hmm. So That's like, I, you know, I wouldn't want to repeat. I wouldn't want a Gen Z to feel that way. That's crappy. No, but I will say Gen Z, like if you, if you really ever get into TikTok, Gen Z actually tries to do that to us. Like it's like a generation it's going up the generation yeah, i think they're mean to us they're Most millennials very don't care. mean to us we're just like well i'm gonna wear my hair how i like it that's okay but then the gen z's yeah. are just like you guys are so lame i'm like yeah okay <laughs> sure literally pretty much our entire generation can be summed up with two words yeah whatever yeah pretty much that's True. literally that like that's a millennial well i saw i saw a tiktok the other day about um are millennials ever gonna have a midlife crisis because we're coming i mean we're coming up on it like um, when you would normally have one and the tiktok is like midlife crisis we have lived through and he listed everything y2k yeah. 9-11 um the markets all he listed all the things we've been through as a millennial he's mm-hmm. like we don't he's like we've been living a midlife crisis our yeah, whole life i was life. gonna say i like, think we're in it already yep, <laughs> like, we've we've yep yeah yeah because we've we're living through some things like our parents generation didn't have to live through as teenagers and mm-hmm. different things and pretty much the generation before us the last generation before us who had dealt with as much as we dealt with was our grandparents because mm-hmm. of the world wars right like our parents had like one war mm-hmm. it's crazy what was their war uh vietnam or korea i can't remember which vietnam, one maybe yeah. both actually both i think well, vietnam was what, the late late 60s early 70s was it yeah so okay. our, kid, our parents were like elementary school at least yeah. mine were and then the and cold then war was korea movies. korea cold war was 50s i thought the cold war was eight what, what war am i thinking of in the 80s 
that or that like maybe maybe uh desert storm yeah maybe. that was the other one i was trying to remember desert storm you're right yeah. okay you're right i'm i'm getting it mixed up yeah but they didn't go through like uh we being attacked like on right. our grounds mm-hmm. that's what i mean right. like mm-hmm. yeah our grandparents had pearl harbor we didn't mm-hmm. have anything else homeland until 9 11 sort of deal true mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's um, why we're just sort of like apathetic to everything yep i think so that's our that's like our biggest defense our coping mechanism and our greatest flaw because like yeah. we cope with life by being apathetic about it so it doesn't get to us but then we don't do anything so it's like okay no we have to actually do something to make life better but mm-hmm. also like you know yeah and we're like <laughs> the adults now we're the people who are going to be getting into all like our our generation is old enough where they can start being in office mm-hmm. like yeah. scary mm-hmm. yeah. like what where millennials started in 80 80 82 something like that so, yeah, um, so we're not yeah. we're maybe five years 85 no it's it's, no, it's right like before that because robbie's a millennial yeah so it's yeah. maybe like 82 yeah gotcha. uh so how old's robbie um 39 Okay, so we're like five or six years away from the fact that a millennial could be a president. That'd be interesting. I can. There's so many jokes that could come from that. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean. Like we are like five or six years away from our generation to be able to start being like in elections for that sort of stuff. Right. It's very weird. It's weird, but again, I mean that could be a good thing. I mean. Yeah, oh, that we actually have bad it's just spending and changing old. power you know i mean mm-hmm. that kind of is held by boomers and x right now yeah mm-hmm. so you know when their time comes it'll be like okay how are we gonna take this in the direction it needs to go mm-hmm. so True. good to have those conversations now yeah mm-hmm. we got so off topic we got way off topic we got, we got, we got serious we got, nostalgic. Why are we getting serious we got nostalgic and then yeah yeah Okay, well, let's let's end. Before Guess we're done. Yeah, anything mm-hmm. else happens? We're finished. Uh, if you have kids, I would suggest having them watch at least the Ewoks cartoon, the first season. I think they would truly enjoy it. Um, other than that, if you want to be nostalgic, go watch some Ewoks Star Wars. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Um, maybe when you're bored out of your mind, it can work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So next week we're going to be talking about. I know we're talking about the Droid TV show. We'll do an overview of that. And then I feel like there was something else. I think there was a Wookiee, a Wookiee cartoon that we're talking about. Cool. Hold, please. Hold, please. I thought I had the episode list up and I did not. I have the episode list for my other podcast up. Wrong one. Let me see. It's loading. It's loading. It's loading. It's loading. Meh. Okay, so Droids Faithful Wookiee. I don't remember if that's a TV show or a movie. And then there is a Clone Wars micro series. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm actually, I think we're just going to, we're just really going to talk about them. I don't know if any of us are going to watch them because there's a, okay. that's a lot. But we're just going to talk about them because they are vintage and we haven't talked about all the vintage things yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. join us next week. Bye, Pixie Dusters. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.